it's time to talk trending matters, trending issues, trending topics right here on The Morning Show. We are back. It's a brand new week and we are glad to be here with you again. Unfortunately, there's some things going on right now uh, that need urgent attention that we need to be discussing. And that is what we are going to be doing here uh, on the show for today. Let's talk about the fact that, uh, of course, uh, Sanu and Nasu uh, have now gone on a two-week warning strike and that right now as it is it seems that universities are in total shut down as both asu of course you might recall that asu went on a, has gone on a strike now for the past uh, two months and now that sanu and nasu have joined them uh, this is turning out uh, to be a very dire situation s egon is here thank you s egon and go ahead uh, tell us what you think all right greetings uh, we saw this coming so it shouldn't be new and some of us expected that this kind of action should have been done earlier hmm. as at the time when Asu was gearing up, you know, to face and fight, fight for their rights. We expected also that the Joint Action Committee, you know, that is uh, Sanu and Nasu should have uh, joined Joint issues team. as well so that uh, the, the matters would be settled, you know, and people going ahead to trash out this case once and for all. So now they have decided to do two weeks warning strike, strike and uh, uh, the two weeks started today. Uh, we have to wait to see uh, after two weeks what is going to happen. Uh, recall that ASU is on the second leg of the continuation of their new system now, uh, where they gave one month and then after the month they are, they are doing two months again. You know, so let's let's see how this is going to play out. But then, like we all know, uh, 2023 is that very, very critical figure that we are looking at. And from the look of things, everyone is really, really focused on ensuring that they stay on or more or less like um, uh, capitalize on their gains, you know, cut their losses, if any, and everything. So that's the focus of a lot of politicians and not just politicians, but political appointees, yeah, because we need to factor them into this uh, particular thing as well, because every minister, for instance, is a political appointee. This politicking season has started, you know, so a lot more attention will be given to that than to any of these issues. So oh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, um, I want to see what uh, the Joint Action Committee, that is ASU, I mean, NASU and SANO, mm-hmm. I want to see what they are made of. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to happen going forward. I want to see their intention. I want to see, you know, if they are really willing to push through, mm. you understand, mm. in this case. Like Skywalker has said, let's ensure that we do everything possible to get back on the right track, mm. whatever it's going to take. Mm. And if this is what it's going to take, then then let's, let's push it, mm. you know, because we can't afford to get to that position where um, they drop enough carrots to you for you to say okay uh, i'm good mm. but we'll still come back you know to this place and that is why communication is important mm. in all of this mm. you know not just say that you are striking mm. or you are going on strike or doing one in strike yes. but let people know why you are striking let people know exactly what you are fighting for so that there will be no 
twisting of narrative mm. you know uh, the federal government or the other party will not be able to come up and and just highlight one aspect like it's, it's been happening with asu yes. you know they just want to play on people's intelligence but let them go ahead and clearly state that these and these are the reasons why we are doing this this is what we had uh, a conversation with the federal government with and they have not been able to do it and all that so mm. that people are carried along mm. there are still people you know that are right thinking that mm. are still objective yeah. and that can still understand what is going on mm. and you, you need also to get the buying of the people because yeah. if you don't get people's sympathy people are just going to be like what is this mm. you understand mm. so uh, that is very very important as yeah. well okay now uh sake good morning Thank you very much, Sake. And uh, well, now that we have found ourselves in this particular situation, as Egon was mentioning the fact that you need to tell people uh, why you're going on strike and whatnot, and they are also uh, presenting the federal government with their own uh, preferred mode of payment, that is the University Peculiar Personnel and Payroll System, U3PS. This is just coming as this whole U-test thing is going through integrity tests and whatnot. Uh, do you see this strike being called off anytime soon? I'll first talk about UTAS. For me, it's disheartening that UTAS has been given to the federal government for about three years now, and we are just hearing the result. Hmm. For me, it's not convincing enough. It's not. We are not portraying the right, the right attitude hmm. that things are being taken seriously in this nation. The first report we heard was a leaked before a formal statement is now being made. made yes. For me, it just shows that we have set of people that are not feeling what you are feeling. Hmm. That's how I can put it grossly. Hmm. Because if they are feeling what the average person is feeling, then just imagine somebody now about doing their project hmm. and then they are disorganized, they are they can't go ahead with what they are doing. Yes. No lecturer to supervise, yes. no technician, NASA have joined now hmm. to open the laboratory for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we saying? Maybe somebody have done job up to yes. 60-80% project work, yes. practical work, mm-hmm. and is abandoned, and then he has to start all over again. Yeah. It's like, oftentimes we don't understand the implication of these strikes, mm. because for the people up there, the, 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 the direct implication doesn't come to them. Mm. That's, that's the reality mm. on ground. Yeah. What, whatever excuse Nasu or whatever are giving, for me, I used to say this, this is Nigeria. The only language our leaders hear is strike. If you don't strike, speak. In spite of the strike, what has even happened? They will not even respond mm. quickly. Mm. But uh, as far as Nigeria is concerned, the only way for government to even take cognizance of your shouting mm. is for you to down tools. Yes. And it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate. that we, we are allowing this. Like I said last week or mm. two weeks ago, mm. somebody who has money now and his children is in the private school, mm-hmm. Who enter the school together? One will be in 300 or 400, mm-hmm. one will still be going to 200 level now. Yes, yes. We have created a dichotomy hmm. for children ordinarily now who maybe are friends, mm-hmm. and it's not because of his making. Yes. It's just that it's most unfortunate that his parents could not afford the private school or they yeah. chose to send him to a public school hmm. and he has to pay that pay price, price as in Nigeria. Hmm. And for me, the shame should not be on the, on the it should be on our leaders. Hmm. The the gross shame should be on our leaders, hmm. whatever it should be on them. Hmm. Okay. Uh, as you go on. Yeah, because um, I I held myself back from 
making some statements earlier when I was giving my opening salvo, you know, because there are some things that are confusing to me. Hmm. Now, like I said, it's good that the Joint Action Committee is joining now, but coming up with their own payment plan. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I really don't understand where that is coming from. Hmm. I, 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 I sit down, I try to analyze, hmm. and I wonder if, are we saying that in the university system, hmm. you get my point? Because before IPPIS, uh, payment was being made hmm. and the salary may not be enough but people were not complaining about getting their payment as and when due mm-hmm. the, the cooperatives were excited because there was a mechanism in place for instance to deduct from source for hmm. those that partook in cooperative you understand hmm. those that were owing and all that hmm. and uh, it's the, the payment plan covered every possibility that is unique to the university system, either to the academic staff or the non-academic staff. Mm. So, and when the issue of IPPIS came up, came up, and ASU looked at it and decided not to sign up, and Jack mm. jumped at it. That was where some of us were like, what's going on here? Why can't you agree on this? Mm. After all, yes. This issue of earned allowances and all the rest of them that mm. ASU is fighting for, when mm. it lands, you understand? Look at OAU situation. Yes. The non academic staff have received their own. It's ASU's case that is still pending because of the one other uh, faction that they mm. just want to give uh, relevance to, that all of us know that, I mean, that shouldn't be. You get my point. Mm. And now you are coming up with your own yes I, I like like what exactly is what is happening is? okay is what you're coming up with will it cater for just um, the non-academic staff part? and then asus own we cater for i mean yeah. because In this, the same system. I, this is the, the fact is either you're an academic staff the difference between academic staff and non-academic staff mm-hmm. is just the the role yes Okay, you, some people are lecturing while some people are ensuring that things run. Mm. But there are basic qualifications mm-hmm. for all this. Mm. That means all of them are graduates. Yes. <laughs> you understand? Yes. Everyone has gone through school. Yes. And school is supposed to, you know, shape the way you reason and shape the way you think mm. and all the rest of them, mm. you know, come up with superior arguments. Mm-hmm. So, this I I I, I don't get it. Mm. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I expect that since this is an issue and this is part of why some people will be like, What is happening? Mm. It's because it throws spanners into you know the credibility of every effort at uh, uh, getting the right uh, that is getting education mm-hmm. at tertiary level, yes. getting the right attention for the federal government. Mm-hmm. Because what they have simply done is the federal mm. government can just come and and be playing up and down and just say, you see, they can say they, they are, that these people are serious. Mm. Yeah, these ones are coming with this. These ones are coming with this. What do you want us to do? Mm. Do you want us? No, we can't take that. And then this matter will continue. Then we will now ask that: Are we really serious? So if I bring Nasu into my comparative analysis of the three people 
uh, we have federal government on one part. We have ASU. We have NANS. Mm-hmm. Now we have the Joint Action Committee. Mm-hmm. And ask ourselves that question that I've been asking. That in all of adding this this stuff, who of these four hmm. had Since, been mm-hmm. you know serious, consistent. consistent, and serious about what they are asking for? Who who who, are, who, who, are, who which of them is really really concerned with the state of education? That it is not just personal gains. It is not just about them. You understand that who? And I think the results will be clear. Mm. Anyhow you look at it, mm. if you want to look at the the reaction so far, you will be able to tell who is taking tops here. It, now it's not like uh, Sake okay. rightly pointed out, mm-hmm. and you know Skywalker pointed out the other time. Yes, the students are directly affected, mostly. I mean, you can imagine those that are maybe uh, doing their projects. They need livestock, mm-hmm. you know. You, and your reagents and all the rest of them get expired mm. during this strike. Look at how much money you know you you have to to spend on that, and everything gets wiped out. We understand, but the nuns that's supposed to be the student representative body, we we ask the question: At your school level, what have you done? Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. A- apart from hobnobbing with with these politicians that you are attacking openly now, you know, just to position yourself. You know, to become their essays and get into a House of Assembly and address of them in the future. What have you done? Yes. So that is clear on their part. Federal governments, look at the budget and look at the action so far. That is clear. But look at ASU all these years, still on this case, on this case and on still this intelligently dropping their cases, you know, before the ASU. And you can see that their case does not cover just them. It's not just about their salaries, but it's about the state of the schools. And if you go to the schools, you will see the impact of these struggles. You will see ETA projects, you will see um, NDDC projects and all the rest of them because of all these struggles. Now, let's bring Joint Action uh, Committee to, to the... and and check out their own level of impact in universities <laughs> as well you get my point just let's check it out mm. uh, to and to education mm. as a whole mm. then you'll be able to tell in all of these four because they have joined now who is more <laughs> sincere and who will have sympathy of people that are intelligent and intellectual thinking okay you know so sincerely coming up with this this and not aligning because as at the time when asu indicated that this ipps issue will not work mm-hmm. that should have been the time you know for at least if, if for the first time in history that oh both aso and the non-academic you know union yes. agree Great. on this because it affects them directly mm. particularly on the salary aspect and all those end allowances, allowances and all the rest of them so why don't you just form a unified for, for, a, for a position in this case and then let's sort this out even if it is for uh, at that personal level of as it affects our salaries because you notice that immediately they joined just few just a month of joining mm. prab, they started realizing that this was a stupid move mm. you know it wasn't a wise move and they started complaining and not the rest of them but is the solution now to come up with your own like, like seriously mm. it, it it actually for me, where from where I see it, it yeah. rubbishes the whole thing, the okay. whole effort, and I, I don't see that as too much of a wise move. Okay, Saki. You, you know, I want to say that one of the things government has succeeded in doing 
is trying to polarize most of That's the union. It. And this is the effect we are seeing. They are succeeded in polarizing. Even as we are talking, the labor union is not one. Hmm. There are many fractions of them. And you see, it pays the government because once you are not talking with one voice, divide and they, conquer. Yes, they use it against you. So, okay, okay, if they bring both of them, now you are wanting this, we are wanting this, 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 also. what do you want us to do? You are the one causing the problem. They'll put it back to them. And for me, it's most unfortunate because it's the students, it's our education that suffers. At the end of this all, whether we like it or not, whether they get an increment in allowance or whatever, salaries, at least busy salaries will be paid. Mm. But nobody will pay back the months and the time and the stress. Those students that stayed at home, people should have graduated at a certain time and will not be able to nobody is mm. going to pay. Mm. The federal government is not going to be responsible. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they are going to rob salt to the injury mm -hmm. because they are going to be the one publishing that we want to collect a graduate 23 years old after NYC. You know? And somebody stayed at home for two years for a mm -hmm. fault that is not his own. Mm. I think we should take a holistic view of this. For me, I think, for me, when, when, when we look, I don't want to talk about the last convention, but you see, when you look at the whole picture, for me, I don't see, I'm sorry, maybe mm -hmm. my personal opinion, mm -hmm. I don't see leaders who understand what is at stake. <laughs> I, believe you me, I, I see people, for them, it's, it's like... Mm. Politics is like one of those things. Mm. It's like one of those things that make them feel relevant. Mm. I think solving problem is not in the top of their list. Mm. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, I'm still trending issues right here on uh, the morning show. Let's go to another uh, matter, especially one that uh, con concerns uh, Onda right here. Uh, I would like uh, Gone to start off with this one. It's the fact that uh, there's lots of fever, actually, and uh, the fact that Nigeria has recorded six deaths and 29 new infections. Now, get this. It's just across 11 uh, states with Ondo and Edo, of course, topping the charts. We had a discussion about this uh, last week with Skywalker, and we were talking about, uh, you know, how deadly uh, this particular disease is and how people should be taking it more seriously but more so how the government uh, should provide the you know, conducive environment uh, for people you know, sensitize people talk to people and actually reach people especially in in, in the rural areas what's your th take on this well they, they will say that they are making efforts hmm. to sensitize people and create awareness on good uh, hygiene practices and all the rest of them you see this issue requires a, a a holistic response to it hmm. there's the social response hmm. there's the uh, medical you know or scientific response you know now the social response has to do with people taking ownership and going ahead to ensure that they practice good hygiene you know uh, all the time, particularly with food, you know, and every other thing. Mm -hmm. Now, the scientific, of course, has to do with where the government comes in. Of course, what the social too, the government, you know, comes in by helping uh, with creating awareness and all the rest of them and going out there. But then the scientific will involve actual medical intervention. Mm. Um, and that is where you wonder that what are we doing in that part? Because if we focus on the social aspect alone, we can actually do something and reduce it. But since this has become a recurring issue for a while now, like it's, it's there, 
then why don't we rush at it as we actually went ahead to rush at um, coronavirus at, uh, yeah at, at the covid situation why, why are we not getting that much noise and look at the mortality rates of this look at the number of infections look at the number of people dying you know what so what why can't we just do something about this this is something that is local to us here hmm. you know by now we should be having I, sincerely I'm, I'm i'm even like talking about it is is tiring me out you seem perplexed i don't understand you know why we are still having, having this, this kind of conversation these conversations mm. i i sincerely don't get it mm. okay. and sadly i don't see effort now that's the that's the most you know disheartening aspect i don't see effort i don't see sincerity of purpose i don't see a goal i don't see you know actions mm. i don't see anything anything whatsoever that that makes me or gives me confidence that oh okay we are serious mm. about this even if we are not on top of the issue but we have Do intentions you understand to be on top of the issue i don't see that hmm. and that's the sad part okay now some people would say that uh, it's actually cheaper to prevent than to cure tackling it head on you know sensitizing people because uh, you know it's not easy to treat even one patient especially when it comes to medical facility and uh, things like that what's your take on this okay lazar fever is hmm. a, an acute viral hemorrhagic disease caused by a virus hmm. transmitted by a a particular species of rat or from contaminated persons. Now, like Essigon said, prevention is better than cure. And I think we should have started by using health vanguard, environmentalists, going in those communities that we know they are prone. All you need to do, get your food stuff kept in an airtight container. Get something like a clean yes. paint bucket, yes. you know, covered plastic bucket. Because once this rat feeds on it or, you know, we on yes. it or, or their body yes, touches it and yes. it's being consumed. So, all we need is an improved hygiene. Majority of the places where this place and things are taking place are in the rural community. And all we need to do is more enlightenment, more radio enlightenment, moving from place to place. I saw some environmental guardian recently in, in our career moving about our hope. <laughs> but I think, you see, we should be aggressive about this mm. because, like he said, the cost of treatment is more. And the cost of treatment is even dangerous in mm. the sense that you pose a risk to the person treating you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And currently, on those state, which is one of the top on the list, doesn't have enough medical personnel we don't have enough medical doctors. We don't have enough. We don't have enough uh, medical assistants. Mm -hmm. There's nurses and all that. Yes. People have migrated. Want to japa? That is the reality on ground. <laughs> Go to the state hospital. They are moved. So even when you get infected and you have money to treat yourself, mm -hmm. there are not enough medical personnel on ground. On ground. Those are the realities on, on ground. ground. Hmm. And even doctors themselves, the few on ground. They are afraid for their life. Hmm. Allowances are not being paid as I went to you. Yes. Nobody's paying medical insurance to them. Hmm. So, if you get infected, you are more on your own. Yes. Uh, you are likely to pay. 
by yourself. So mm. prevention is better than cure. Mm. And I think the government, we still go back to them, yes. should do all they can. We have the primary health care, mm. we have health vanguards, we have environmental mm. officers that they can deploy <laughs> and go to this and enlighten people. Mm. Enlighten people. This is all you need to do. Wash your hands, mm. keep hygiene, take, mm. keep food stuff clean and tidy. Mm. Put it doesn't cost even with bamboo mm. rafter, you mm. know, put your things there. Yeah, yes. You know, find ways if you can't don't have a fridge to preserve food, have a big container, put water in it, put the food and cover it. There are ways they do it in those days and then you are you are you are safe. Those are the realities on ground. Mm. On those states on top of the list. Yes. And educationally I don't think we are the last in state, so it shows mm. that something is wrong. Mm. We are not doing the right thing, mm. and the honesty goes back to the people in leadership. Simple. Good. Okay. And uh, you've you heard it right there. Uh, we just finished talking about this uh, ugly trend of uh, Lassa fever. Let's still talk about uh, uh, patrol and uh, what the federal government has to say about it, saying that uh, as a country, they cannot tell the exact volume of premium motor spirit uh, which is consumed on a daily basis. It was, uh, it's, it's, uh, the statement uh, it took me off guard. Let's go on. Well, it, it did the same thing to me too. Because I saw the headline. I, I felt it was a clickbait hmm. that when you click, click it and then you now read the story, then you now find out that maybe yeah, it, was about something yeah, it was something else or it wasn't a statement at all and all that. But you open it and you realize that wait, they actually said it. <laughs> you know, and but the truth is good to tell the truth. Hmm. It's the truth. We say truth. We all know. <laughs> Not today. We all know that. It's the truth. <laughs> do we have a? Do we have an exact figure of our population census? We don't. So what is it? Shouldn't shouldn't. It shouldn't should be surprising. Surprise you. I, I wish you all could see Esigon's face right now. Esigon, <laughs> please go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I'm at loss at, at how to continue. Having been faced with this. Um, particular revelation which is a, a fact uh, we don't even know our actual numbers hmm. and and that is true so how do we know do we know the number of cars we have hmm. oh, oh you are going there true. you know do we do we know the number of know. schools we have hmm. do we and, we and that's that's, that's the thing that uh, that uh, you know uh, disheartens me when I see these attempts, this or this play mm. and attempting to do something. Yeah, doesn't you fool know, you by uh, what, what are they called again? This pandemic crew. Information. Yes. And NIMC. NIMC. And I'm like, what? Who? who like? Like seriously? Where? <laughs> we know how things are done. We mm. know how things should be done. Mm-hmm. So. All these things that yeah, all these things that you are coming to to do as if yeah, once you just link your name to your number like this, you you get that (laughs) insecurity situation will just disappear. They will just be able to capture uh, people and trace them and address them. Are people reading news? There was a community that 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 shouted that and said, "No, soldier didn't rescue our people. We paid twenty million. People are still paying." As in kidnappers are still calling. Hmm. You get my point. Hmm. They are still calling families that we kidnapped your people, and and these lines can be and, traced. And these you, numbers you, you, you can you be get. traced. So you, you, so well, I think 
I will lean towards Sake's submission that <laughs> maybe we should, since we love to celebrate mediocrity, oh sorry, that was not what I meant, <laughs> uh, to celebrate little wins, <laughs> you know, I think we should celebrate them for uh, at least saying this truth, mm. that they have no idea, <laughs> you know, of how many liters we consume, mm. you know, per day. Mm. And, but don't forget that the, the, we, the, I, I, in fact, no, no. He, he says something very interesting. Uh, he, he said that, uh, of course, we're NPC, talking about uh, Timmy Presi, yes, the Minister of State for Petroleum. Petroleum or, yes, mm-hmm. yes, the Minister of State for Petroleum yes. said that the NNPC actually uh, agrees with him uh, on what he was uh, was talking about, not knowing the exact consumption figure. That's the NNPC, and that uh, the truth was that if the country's petroleum products uh, were smuggled outside of the country, nobody would say or could say what. What volume was involved today, tomorrow, or next week? I didn't know the exact figures. Can, can, can I just say this? Yes, please totally. go ahead. In Nigeria, we cannot confidently convince all of us that we even know the number of oil we are lifting. <laughs> they give us a figure, but we know. We have people working in the oil company. Hmm. We know how these things go. Civil servants. We have friends. We have relations. Top-notch <laughs> member in the oil company. Hmm. Nobody can give you a great figure of, what, hmm. of the oil taken from our shop. Hmm. So you are now talking of the one hmm. coming in. Coming in. I mean, this is Nigeria. You cannot know <laughs> because there are spirit behind most of these things working, <laughs> and it's those spirit that benefit from this unknown hmm. because that's where they make their money. Hmm. That's the reality in Nigeria. Hmm. Do we have the exact figure of the number of, of cars that goes through the road? We don't. So if we exactly know how much fuel we are consuming, then this subsidy will be will be facing reality but some people must eat hmm. in between so a figure is just being bandied around for us so that we can have sanity hmm. because the real figure we cannot get it <laughs> that's the reality we, figures <laughs> must be bandied in nigeria in nigeria they tell you international passport we issue so 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 but here this is the good news when they tell you they issue two hundred thousand, the reality is fifty thousand hmm. and fifty thousand thirty thousand the big gigs have taken it to hmm. themselves 200 million are struck. You go up to the passport office now, as early as 6 a.m., people are there. Hmm. This is Nigeria. Hmm. Nothing works. And nothing works because we are afraid of data. We hmm. are afraid of printing the real thing because that is where corruption tries. If we bring the reality to the people, people will react and they will know that you are not working. So we manipulate figures so that some of us can have sanity hmm. and believe that all is all is well when we all know that all is not well. Well, hmm. That is crazy right there. But uh, let me still stay on you, sir. Like, uh, as Egon rightly mentioned, uh, NINs were registered. Uh, you understand me? Of course, uh, numbers are being registered. We have, like you said, the, 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 the car numbers, for instance, plate numbers are being registered. Where do these figures, these data, where do they go? There must be a place where these things are kept. For instance, all um, for, for instance, petroleum marketers, for example, filling stations, uh, there's an, an amount of fuel that comes in there and there's an amount of fuel that, you know, they disperse daily. Can't these figures be tracked and recorded and uh, so that we may not have the exact figure but at least an average? You, you know, <laughs> you see, administration takes a lot of painstaking. Hmm. Hmm. It takes work. Work is hard work. And you see, it's not as if we don't have the structure to make it work on ground. Hmm. It's just that we refuse to maximize it. Because it's, it's in these loopholes that people make money. Hmm. 
That's the reality. We must understand why things are not working in Nigeria. Mm. We have the major marketers. I've worked with one of the major marketers before. Every depot has a record. Okay. Of the fur that comes in Good. and the fur that goes out and so where it goes. Okay. That's exactly mm. what I'm and saying. And it's divided into zones. Hmm. You have the southwest. You have it's divided. They have a region. Those they have a region and they have regional sales rep. Okay. Marketing manager. managers. Every major marketers, oil marketers have that. I work in that system before. Hmm. So there's record, and then they send representatives, sales reps, to confirm your deliveries. There's a there's a blog book you check. And they told for the independent marketers too. An independent marketer is supposed to have a small depot. And it's supposed to have a a a a, a record mm. of his intake and his out what, what how he distributes it. Mm. And this thing could be logged in centrally. Mm. But are we doing that? No. Mm. Are we doing it efficiently? Maybe before, but not now. <laughs> and the reason is this. I've said this here over and over. So that the people who are taking it... You see, when, when government says, hey, smuggler, I can, we can raise 10 million for you as an individual and rent a truck, just put truck and drive towards Benin Republic and see what happens to you. you the truck will be confiscated plus the, and you. <laughs> and nothing will happen. Nobody will see... But see, there's a cartel. Hmm. And the cartel are with the people that be. Oh God, they, are, they are not spirits. But see, they are the untouchables. Hmm. And they are the ones making money from this. They will have a franchise. They will have independent, you know, patrol as a front. And hmm. then it's a network. Hmm. This thing is a network. The border have been closed for how many months? Did it stop the smuggling? Hmm. Nothing. Arms were still coming in. Mm -hmm. Even the federal government admitted that it was if why? Because they are human beings. Hmm. You remember the story of the China war when the government decided to bring a big war around China. But they forgot that the people standing the sentry at the gate are human beings. <laughs> and once they are corrupted, you don't need to even climb the wall. Hmm. They pass through the gate. Hmm. And that's what is happening in Nigeria. Hmm. It's not as if People lift it and disappear. And <laughs> no, we all know how it goes. We know how it goes, and we all know we are Nigeria. All right, then. Now let us come to another uh, particular trending matter. I'm very sure uh, this one is going to interest Essigon very well, uh, very much as well. Just in case you are uh, just tuning in, this is uh, trending issues on the morning show, Futa Radio ninety three point one FM. Now uh, something. Uh, crazy happened before we get into the details of it right there in Kaduna the attack uh, on the Kaduna International Airport by bandits sort of brazen attack uh, if my if I if my say what do you think Essigon well the thing for me is uh, the attempt by some people to make it. to say it didn't happen now mm. i totally don't understand that aspect mm. okay first off my first assessment when i had was like is a lie <laughs> you my point it's, it's a joke so that made me more susceptible to, you know, keen to any person that could tell me that it was a lie. Mm. So I, I went ahead to score the internet to find out, you know, if this actually happened. happened. And mm. I, 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 I discovered that, wait, uh, we have some creditable media organizations reporting this. Reporting this. Mm. But then 
yeah, I'm seeing other people coming and saying that didn't happen. Hmm. In fact, one of them gave a very interesting explanation that mm-hmm. if not for God, <laughs> we will have sent some slaps his way. But <laughs> that is if it was Will Smith that was involved. <laughs> let's leave Will Smith out of this issue. <laughs> and not... Uh, <laughs> I didn't even go there, but they had to. <laughs> well, you've, you've done did it. <laughs> Okay, let's get back on track. Please ignore everything you've had so far. Uh, it, it, it's sad that it happened. I mean, the fact that it happened. I See, whatever the explanation, hmm. you get my point. Hmm. Because either they were passing by, hmm. or they were passing through, hmm. or they passed through, <laughs> or whichever. <laughs> but someone lost his life. Mm-hmm. We had a situation where um, it was reported that a flight was grounded. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. And some people that live close to that area were able to tell us that NDA and some military installations mm-hmm. were not that far from that place. Some mm. were 30 minutes drive, some 25 minutes, some an hour drive, you know, and that happened. But fortunately, um, the matter was de-escalated. Hmm. I mean, this is hmm. what we are saying now. Hmm. <laughs> Fortunately, it was de-escalated. Hmm. But the fact that it even happened at all, at all is yeah. is not, hmm. you know, comforting. Hmm. And here is the most interesting thing. Hmm. Have we had any statement? No. It's one of those things. <laughs> we have not had any statement from where statements you come from. I expect that Nasir would have uh, said something. By you now. understand my point. We've not had any statement. So, some people are still in that zone where it didn't happen. Hmm. And for me, just for the sake of sanity, <laughs> and because it wouldn't make sense if it actually really happened, if it really happened <laughs> I will stick with those. You know, in that zone. In that zone. They are saying, because the implications, I don't want to imagine the implications mm. of, I mean, this happening, that if this actually happened, then w- what are we talking about here? Mm. So mm. let me stay in that zone of <laughs> it didn't happen. You know, that they were just passing by. Mm. And more so since we've not gotten what I would call official statement, you know, that's official, either from the presidency, you know, or from the governor as to it happening. So until I get that, I want to stay in the zone that it didn't happen. Okay. By just being pranks. All right. Let's come to Saki on this one now. Talking about this uh, particular uh, attack, Kaduna State has been at the forefront of attacks by bandits and terrorists for a while now. And despite the fact that, uh, you know, Nasir El Rufai, as the governor, and President Muhammad Buhari uh, have given assurances that uh, those attacks will be stopped, they have still continued. This one being the most brazen of them all uh, right here for now. <laughs> Some groups have actually uh, compared this to the Kabul airport hijack uh, by the by the Taliban right there saying that Nigeria could get to that level. Very harsh statements. What do you think? For me, I'd like to say congratulations for the security personnel who moved in swiftly to de-escalate, let me use uh, the situation. <laughs> and it shows that we still have hope hmm. because I know that for, but for their promptness, perhaps we'll have had an official statement, hmm. you know, 
I guess this is their promptness. I'm trying to answer Sigon now. That has not elicited, you know, mm. an official statement. statement. If because if I've gone beyond that, and perhaps the whole airport have been, you know, hijacked and there's no flying and out for a day or two, there will have been an official statement, whether we like it or not. So I'll say kudos to our armed forces for a job well done. Mm. And kudos for for they bearing the brunt of our inefficiency because some of them have laid down their lives, some of them have been wounded, mm. some of them have gone through all that we should have nipped in the bud. Mm. You know, that's my personal opinion, yes. you know, because of administrative bureaucracy or what do we call it now. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Kudos to them. Hmm. And I will say, well, Akaduna is going through a lot. And I won't say more. I, I don't envy the governor. Hmm. I don't envy the next, um, the incoming in, governor. Incoming governor. Because he has a lot to do. Hmm. And unfortunately, Kaduna is a metropolitan state. Yes. That have now been divided, that have been polarized. Hmm. Kaduna needs a lot of building. Hmm. Spiritual, emotional, <laughs> psychological, financial. <laughs> Take it from me. Hmm. And religious, they need. Yes. Kaduna needs a lot of healing. Hmm. So the next leader has a lot of job to do. Hmm. Okay, uh, Esigon, do you have any other thing that you want to add to this, or are you done on this particular issue or this particular matter? Let's test it. Okay. Let's test it. Okay. Sincerely. Now let's just use this uh, to wrap things up. Uh, you know, uh, bread uh, marketers uh, right here in Nigeria have started uh, crying out against the fact that uh, the, the price of bread may go up as the current crisis in the country uh, in, you know, concerning energy and power and, uh, you know, fill diesel uh, are forcing or is forcing uh, some of their you know, marketers to shut down their businesses and they're saying that bread uh, could go up as well uh, what do you think about this unfortunate uh, you know occurrence everything projection is, everything is um, everything is going up i mean it's bread no no the thing is this is um, plenty of people will say no to put it in <laughs> to put things in perspective so that I will sound like um, I'll be balanced um, <laughs> in, in this conversation. Mm. Um, all over the world, we're getting information that food prices are going up. Going up. Mm. And of course, the issue happening in Ukraine and with Russia's invasion mm-hmm. is not helping matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that is having its own effects mm. you know, on the global economy. Mm. So, And you know also that naturally um, whether it has an effect or not hmm. it's a ready valid excuse hmm. for anyone to pick hmm. you know and throw into the ring when issues like this come up hmm. but but why that is having that kind of a serious effect is because of oil and gas hmm. you know because of the escalating okay look at it diesel has been deregulated hmm. So, this should give people an idea of what is going to happen <laughs> from now going forward mm. with petrol, for instance. Mm. Because that means the global market forces is what affects the price of the pump price, mm. the pump price of diesel. And in the spate of how many weeks, it's, as it presently, it's at 800 or thereabouts. Mm. Some people are selling at 850. 
or more. And don't forget that we don't have power. A lot of businesses <laughs> run on diesel. <laughs> In fact, it's bread that is speaking. <laughs> the telcos have started giving indication that very soon they will hike up tariff <laughs> because most of their base stations are run by diesel by generator and it is diesel people hardly use you know pms for that so it is it strange is to be expected so people should actually look forward you know to paying more hmm. for goods and services. and services okay transportation will go up hmm. food price will go up hmm. everything that can go up will go up <laughs> now but now here's the deal except salary the difference <laughs> that's why i said everything that can go up will go up it's only salary that's due uh-huh. but the, the but the difference in what happens here and in other places where they are facing these issues eh, is this mm. when things stabilize things in those places back. the price will revert in australia mm. in canada in uk you know and other places that may be um facing a hike in price now when things normalize the prices will revert back but you see we have a never come down no meter <laughs> in in nigeria a never come down no meter yeah upward that, yeah only. it's upward ever yes. downward upward. never <laughs> that that's what we have that you know you know like those those trailers that when you, you don't want them to roll back when you are pushing them you shock you want to push them mm. so we have something that is shocking the prices <laughs> as soon as it rises like this they shock it there and ensure that it doesn't come back <laughs> once it rises again they push Never it forward and shock up, it that up, so forward. that is the challenge that we have <laughs> but that things are not going to go up or they will they will definitely they will they definitely go up so i can give you a last i, I want to say that you see the effect this is one of the effect of war whether we like it or not the effect of war russia produces about 45 percent of the world's wheat hmm. i think 40 to 45 percent of the world's wheat which is used to make flour and then this is the implication for us unfortunately since there's more demand for oil and we don't have our own refinery and then diesel is deregulated and like Essigon rightly said we don't have power <laughs> people generate power hmm. and the cheapest way to generate power apart from solar here is diesel hmm. generator and that is the effect so you have price increase in flour mm-hmm. price increase in diesel okay and it will increase production cost yeah. and like i said it will affect every other thing except salary <laughs> so it's this it's this it's this we we salary anna that will bear the, the weight brand. of all this oh. Okay, no problem. You heard it right here. And from those of us bread lovers. From trending <laughs> issues. That's what we can take. Do have a beautiful day. News on the Globe is up next.